Hey, weirdies. Welcome back to another episode of Alchemize Your Weird podcast with me, Steph Zakis. I'm a mindset wizard and high-end creative service sales expert, helping you cultivate your unique alchemy of weird into your business to offer to the right magic fit people who fucking love it through my unique process backed by neuroscience, psychology, and drinking your own Kool-Aid. So today's episode is all about a ever-burning question that I see from most creatives and something that I feel I took a totally against-the-grain approach to as I've moved my way through business in the 18 years (laughs) that I've been in business. Every time I say that, I feel like I'm not even old enough to be saying that, (laughs) but I am. So I think for anybody that is asking, when is the right time for me to raise my prices for my service, you probably get a plethora of different answers or advice, or even maybe you get targeted for some people's ads that specifically talk about these things which then maybe puts you in even more confusion because you're like, well, how do I know? So I think that the industry standard messaging of raising your prices or charging your worth and anything else um, that is advised to creatives for raising their prices is actually quite self-centered. And it's not the way that I personally go about raising prices, how I've done it throughout these years to successfully raise prices without getting a lot of resistance or a lot of backlash or anything like that. I also think that there is a ton of mind gunk when it comes to raising prices, when it comes to pricing your services and selling for creatives because our egos are really tied to our art and our creativity and thus money being tied to our ego. So, The ego is tied to the money, which is the money we receive for our art, which is a very integral part of our identities. So it gets really sticky in our brains in this area when it comes to pricing yourself, raising your prices, what you should be pricing, all of these things. I see a ton of looping and confusion and most of my clients, uh, when we first start, they are not pricing themselves and congruency with who they are, what their actual cost of doing business is, their internal sales, because sales is also about embodiment and confidence, all these other things. So it tends to get kind of sticky in your brain when it comes to pricing. So it is hard sometimes to know when is the right time for you to raise your prices. So I wanted to share some insights here on how I help my clients raise their prices successfully without all of this mind gunk, or of course they might have some to start with and then we work our way through it, or without any of this money drama, and my personal pathway to get into the five-figure bookings. So at the time of publishing this podcast, there's also a series inside the five-minute money uh, offers that I have which is the daily micro sales coaching audio lessons. I publish them every single week. I publish one for every day of the week of my working week. So Monday through Thursday, 
And inside of these five-minute lessons, I go into each and every one of these signs that we're going to be talking about today in a little bit more detail. Um, each sign has its own episode and lesson in there and its own action points. So if you like what you hear in this and you want a little bit more of a deep conversation on these signs, go ahead and join us in there. It's priced ridiculously low for the value inside, so I can really lower the barrier to people actually getting help. It's only $1.99 for an entire year's worth of micro sales coaching audio lessons. First, my next offer is my group program, which is $2,500. <laughs> so it's uh, priced way, way, way below my typical offers. Um, so it could be easier entry. So if you like this episode and you want to hear just some more details on each of the things we're going to be talking about, hop in there with us, listen to this week's, and you have another 30, I think like 39 episodes in there. Uh, right now. So I'll put that in the show notes if you'd like to join us there. So let's continue with these signs today in this episode. So when it comes to raising your prices, there are four signs that are definitive when it comes to raising your prices. And I'm going to talk about these to help move emotion out of this decision making or to help you kind of move out of overthinking because very often people overthink their way out of decision making and then you feel kind of paralyzed or stuck and you don't really move from there. You don't make a decision one way or the other. You just kind of give up and freeze. So I'm hoping that with these four signs that you will be able to have more of a definitive, tangible thing to look at that has nothing to do with ego or with emotions or anything like that. So this is something that I see a lot of confusion around because what I see in the mainstream messaging around raising prices is often this quote, I'm putting air quotes here, <laughs> charge your worth, which I personally think is terrible advice. Or they say, just do it, raise your prices, your ideal clients will pay it no matter what, which I also think is really terrible advice uh, if you are targeting the right people to begin with. Um, then that is just not going to work. And also, too, if you raise your prices out of one of the signs that I'll be talking about later, if you've raised your prices and the sign dot, 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 uh, is not aligned with what your price is, it doesn't matter if they are your ideal clients or not. They're not going to want to spend the money on something that they don't think is a good price for what they're getting. So that's really terrible advice. So if you're hearing this advice in groups and uh, maybe targeted ads that you're getting or whatever it might be, here is your permission slip to just like ignore it because those aren't good uh, advices or signs for you to raise your prices. So here are some more tangible signs to look for instead. And none of these are because somebody else is telling you to do so. A lot of times my clients feel all sorts of mind gunk, like I said. That's just what I call kind of like mind drama, if you will, uh, about raising their prices. They're worried and they really let this worry kind of take over, which like really creates all this gunk around this particular subject. So a lot of times they're really worried about what if they raise their prices too early and then, you know, what would happen? Or they're worried about what if I raise my prices and then nobody books me? 
or they're worried about raising their prices and people saying no or whatever it is. I tend to find that with my clients, when it comes to the confusion around raising their prices, the root cause that is causing all of this like confusion and mind gunk is usually rooted in some kind of not good enoughness, as I call it, or a fear of failure, right? So it's usually rooted in one of those two things. So to help you get out of any of this mind gunk, especially if you are thinking of this not enoughness or if you're um, fearful of failing once you do raise your prices, here are four signs that are definitive, in my opinion. So I'm going to give you three of them and speak into detail about one of them here on this episode. So if you want more details about the other three, again, you can join us in 5-Minute Money for some more details. And if you want to know how to apply the third one and implement it specifically into your business, my group coaching program, High End Alchemy, will help you with that process from start to finish. So the first sign is if everybody who inquires with you is actually booking you. What? I know that feels counterintuitive, right? I totally get that. Don't you want everybody who inquires to be booking with you? The short answer is no. You don't want everybody that inquires with you to book with you. That shows that your prices are actually too low. I know, again, it feels counterintuitive. So within sales and within brains, if your pricing is too low, you will seem like such a good deal. And brains really love a good deal. However, if you are too good of a deal, then you won't be attracting the high-end buyers that you're wanting. Thus, it's time to raise your prices. The next sign to raise your prices, when you are at max capacity or close to it, So something that I see very much in the wedding world, especially because the seasons for booking is quite unique to any other kind of market because there is an actual quote unquote wedding season and that season will shift, you know, depending on what part of the world you're in. However, there is a definitive booking season and then fulfillment season where your bookings maybe are a little low for that month, which is totally normal, by the way. All of my wedding photography clients are usually relieved when we talk about this because they think that they need to be booking all the time, all year long, and that's just not how the market works. So for this sign, when you're at max capacity or close to it, max capacity means the number of jobs that you have uh, taken on uh, for the year. So if you have decided a specific number for the year and you are booking at that or past that, it is time to raise your prices. So this is something that a lot of times creatives don't actually set a number to, and they really are just like, I'm going to fill as many people that will say yes to me, and I'm just going to fill my calendar. And a lot of times that also comes from a lack mindset and a lack thinking, right? Like you have to say yes to everything because you don't know if you'll get more around the corner, right? So that is rooted in a lack thought. So with... uh. A lot of creatives, they'll just keep booking and booking and booking and booking. And this is what leads to burnout. So raising your prices actually helps you prevent burnout by not booking people way past your actual capacity of being able to book people. So the third sign is when you've increased the value of your service. So the new pricing can then reflect that value. 
So a lot of times people think that the value equals things and they think that value equals what it is that you are giving your clients in the form of a physical something or a tangible something. So I see this a lot with creatives when they're creating their packages or their experience and they're offering their clients whatever it is, whether it's wedding photography or if you're a website designer or anything that is a creative service that you have. They tend to think that the value lies in giving more stuff, and that is not accurate at all. And in fact, for high-end buyers, they don't want more stuff. So inside my program, High End Alchemy, that's opening its stores again in late November, the whole program is a process to walk you through this specific thing your way, to offer a totally unique experience that demands high-end pricing and how to do it without getting caught up in the value equals stuff thing. For my five-figure bookings, hand on heart, the only thing included in my packages and containers for both photography and coaching is me. And of course, the final photo gallery for photography. But my point is the value is in hiring me and the experience I provide specifically for them to step into this future result that they're wanting. That's it. So the value is in me and the experience. Now, for the sake of this podcast and simplifying some of the tangible parts of the experience, a mistake that I see here with wedding photographers specifically is that they think it is putting in more things into the packages, such as adding video or adding a second photographer or even a third photographer, or I see sometimes adding more product, such as a physical product. Um, such as, uh, you know, prints or more albums or wall art or anything that will actually be taking away from your top of the line profit. So I see this a lot uh, with photographers when they want to raise their prices. They think that they need to add in a bunch of other things like add in like three more days of coverage for their wedding and add in all these other people and video and gifts and like slideshows and like all this stuff, right? So a little secret here. The problem is, is that if your specific aligned client does not give a shit about that stuff and they don't need that stuff to get to their end result, which is the future dream that you're helping them achieve, then it doesn't matter if it's in the packages or not. And then you raising your prices won't matter to them because they don't want it in the first place. So they're going to say no either way. (laughs) So when I say you've increased the value of your service, it is 100% aligned to your clients and what they are actually looking for. And on the tangible side of raising the value you're offering, that can also come from upgrading your business. Have you hired a coach? If so, that will increase the value of your service exponentially. So you should be raising your prices for that. So have you added anything else into the service that would make their experience easier, such as have you spent hours upon hours making resources or making the workflows or automating things on your back end or buying a better delivery software for them? Or are you now paying for a CRM? instead of doing things manually, right? Those kinds of things count as well. And those are more tangible value things that you can really latch onto. But if you are adding any kind of value to them, you really should be raising your prices to match. So this brings me to the final sign. And let me say this before we get there. 
I hope that these other three signs have been insightful and have helped you kind of get out of your mind a little bit, out of the mind gunk when it comes to raising your prices and out of any feelings of not enoughness, out of some worry and out of any of these things that maybe have been preventing you from raising your prices if you are in the space to raise your prices. But I want to say this in case you are listening and now you feel discouraged, in case those other three signs you don't see and you are conditioned with this messaging that you see over and over and over by maybe some big name guru educators saying to raise your prices and raise them now and double your prices and all these things that puts you back in those feelings of not enoughness. First, don't use anything I say against yourself as we are all always in different stages of business and experience or skill set within that business. So if you are newer and you really cannot compare yourself to somebody who has five years under their belt and who have been fully booked for the past few years at full capacity or past capacity, right? You can't compare yourself to that. So if you're not at either of those three signs that we talked about, if you are not booking everyone who inquires, if you're not at max capacity, and if you haven't increased the value of your service in a really long time, then I want to say it's okay to not raise your prices. What? I know. No coach or educator is telling me that, right? But hear me out. This is not what most people will tell you, but I'm not most people. I really do want you to succeed with the least amount of mind gunk and resistance possible. So depending on where you are in your business, you might even want to look into lowering your prices a little bit if you aren't booking anyone. I know. What? Steph, what are you telling me? But really, truly, I know this is not what most people would say. And I know that it's not like what the industry norm is probably going to tell you and all this other stuff about raising your prices, charging your worth, you know, this, that, and the other thing with the rhetoric. But the fact of the matter is, in order to raise your prices successfully and to still book clients at those new prices, because that is the name of the game here, right? You can raise your prices to whatever you want, but you also want to be booking people, <laughs> right? Everything needs to be aligned with what you're offering what your skill set is, and what your experience is, ultimately leading into your brand experience, right? So if you don't have a lot of experience doing the job or the service that you provide, you're not going to be able to provide them with a super high-end, high-touch experience because it's one of those things you don't know what you don't know yet, right? The value you're giving them at end of the day is what needs to be in alignment with whatever the price is that you choose to price yourself at. So to help maybe bust your ego a little bit, because remember, our egos are so tied to our art as creatives that sometimes our ego and our head uh, like ties into everything and kind of runs the game, <laughs> right? So we don't really see maybe the realities of where we are. So it is absolutely 100% normal if you are not full-time yet or if you are not within your first few seasons of being fully booked to capacity, then it's okay to not raise your prices. And if you're not booking anyone, I would even say you might want to look into lowering your prices for just a little bit. And here's why. It will help actually boost your confidence. 
It will help you actually gain more experience because at the end of the day, what your clients are paying for is your skill set and your experience. And the more that you have, the more that you can offer, right? So I just wanted to say this because I don't want you to get stuck in some more mind gunk if you're like, I don't have any of these things and no one's booking me anyway. So I don't want you to feel doubt about yourself. I don't want that for you. And I'm never here for that. So don't use any of this against yourself. So again, if you aren't seeing these signs, potentially lower your prices temporarily. That's okay because you do want to book and you do want to make money. And thus, these things will grow your confidence a bit. And then see what it is that you can actually add into the value of your service, which will then lead back into raising your prices, right? It all works together. So I would love for you to think of it that way. If you are not in the right place yet to raise your prices, that is okay. You are fine. That is normal. And everything is good. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you a little secret real quick. Before I get into this actual next sign, I started out for free. I gave away so much photography when I first started. I just wanted to gain confidence. I wanted to learn what I was doing. I wanted to learn what people actually wanted out of a photographer that wasn't just photography, right? And then I slowly inched up. And by slowly, I mean like $75. And then eventually when I got into weddings, I started at like $750. I'm not saying to lower your prices into those kinds of pricing, but what I'm saying is it's absolutely okay to slowly inch your way there and to maybe back up a little bit to find the sweet spot that you can get booked at if you're not getting booked right now. So then you can continue on raising your prices successfully once you have some of these things that are needed in order for someone to feel confident hiring you, thus paying you money, right? So. The last sign that I wanted to talk about is when you want to raise your prices and you can just do it. <laughs> so I know that this is not quite tangible, um, but the fact of the matter is, is if you want to do it, you feel like all the other pieces are aligned and you can do it, just do it. You never know where your sweet spot is anyway until you start to actually in real time test out your pricing, right? So just do it. Uh, one of this conversation that I had at the retreat this year, uh, we were talking about pricing because uh, part of the retreat is that we really go over your dream life scenario and how to get there. And usually for business owners, having dream clients and dream pricing is involved. So when we were doing the pricing part of the retreat, someone said that they didn't want to raise their prices into this area that they felt like they wanted to be in and that they thought that they were ready for because they weren't industry famous, right? That doesn't matter. Nobody knows who these people are outside of the industry. So if it's anything that is mind gunky like that, let it go. If you want to raise your prices and you can, just do it. There is no algorithm here when it comes to pricing. There's nothing that you just like pop in your experience and pop in all your knowledge and pop in all these different things that you offer your clients as part of the experience of who you are at your core. And then it'll tell you what your pricing should be, right? That doesn't exist. So I want you to 
Think of all these signs and I want you to think, are you ready to raise your prices? Are you in a space where you can raise your prices and it would still make happy clients? Um, because that is super important. I would say that the only time that it's actually too early is if you're raising them based off of maybe pressure from others or if you're raising them again because of that ego um, or if you're raising them without actually matching the value that you're offering for that pricing. Um, or this one is really important that a lot of people don't really think about. If you're raising your prices without understanding who your new market is um, and you're now pricing yourself into a totally new market. I talk about this in my program, High End Alchemy, because it's all about the high end market. So an example is if you raise your prices into a new market, let's say if you're charging like $2,500 for your service and you jump into a $10,000 plus market right away without itching yourself up to there, without doing the process and the work that it might take to then get into these five-figure um, bookings into that market, you're going to not be attracting the right people more than likely because the $2,500 client is not a $10,000 plus client, right? There are different things that they look for. There's a different type of targeting and specifically that you really need to nail down for them. And your experience, that value that we talked about, it has to be different. If somebody's paying $10,000 plus for your service, you cannot deliver a $2,000 experience, right? You have to inch your way there and you have to build the back end for you to be able to support a $10,000 client. Does that make sense? So those are the only times I would say don't raise your prices. So in this podcast, we talked about signs to raise your prices, signs to maybe lower your prices, and uh, <laughs> what to do so you don't raise them too early. So I hope this was insightful. Um, I'll leave an invitation below into 5-Minute Money into the show notes in case you wanted to dive in a little deeper on these signs. And um, there's also a little bit more in there of what to do if you don't see these signs to actually like get yourself to be ready to raise your prices if you aren't there yet. So as always, share this with anyone that you can think of that might be full of mind gunk around this topic and needs a little perspective shifts, and I'll see you in the next episode.